Hey, salt and light people. This is Sunny and Jesse. Hey. Um, we are coming to you after a week. It's been two weeks now. So we yeah. had a little hiatus last week. Yeah, with the flood. The flood and so many other life things. So let's um, pray for the flood. People. Let's pl- pray. Yeah. Oh dear God, Lord, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for um, community of people who come together when things are hard to do hard things and. We just pray for this town, the Cedar Rapids, as it recovers from the flood, which was really minor damage. Mm-hmm. So thank minor. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And we just um, thank you. We pray, Father, that you would move all those same people who helped put all those sandbags up would come and help take all those sandbags down. And um, we just love you and praise you. And we know that you are ultimately in control of all things. And you are sovereign and you love us. I want to pray for this conversation and for our listeners that you would um, lift them up and draw them near to you and whatever pains, anxieties, hurts, or joys that they may be experiencing. And we just um, hope to exalt you in this conversation. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's so much easier. It feels more glamorous to put sandbags up than to put them down. You know, that's so funny because the whole time last week, well, I was like stuck in a classroom the whole time, you know, yeah. right across from Hawkeye Downs watching yeah. all these people do work. Bag, yeah. And it was so amazing and it was like literally I probably cried tears of joy about it several times, but um, I kept thinking, are they going to help clean up the mess? Yeah. Like who's going to help clean because that's so much worse. And you know, like they, I, I was thinking about cleaning up the mess. I think it feels more glamorous to help clean up the mess when like the flood like it's a flood the devastation of 2008 Mm -hmm. um and glamorous is a bad word but it like feels more meaningful more powerful and now it's like oh well a couple of things flooded and it's good we did the work and it's like good practice but like we need you just as much whether there was a flood or not to help clean up so well and it's just such a it's so beautiful to see so like a whole community of people come together like that oh yeah and it just makes like breaks my heart a little bit that it takes like impending tragedy to bring people, people together. together to, I was like, like set their political exactly you know, opinions aside. Oh, I was I like was watching so many things and like weeping and being a part of it and seeing my kids be a part right. of it. Like oh, it was so powerful. Like I thought it was so beautiful. And I thought like why can't we do this with yeah. all things? Yes. Like because I was like the flood. Like this is a natural devastation, so it's something we all have to come up against. Right. And there were some people like I love that you know Sunny lives in Mount Vernon and Mount. Vernon and people came to yeah. Cedar Rapids, you're not even going to be affected by the right. flood. But it's like, hey, we're going to take we're care of our community. Help. We're going to help. Yeah. And like, So this was really cool. And I was like, you know, it's too bad that people can't, like, why can't we lay our differences aside to, like, get to the issues and work yeah. together on things? I don't know. It was a really interesting thing for me. Well, I think that God designed us to live like that. And it hasn't, it's just been within the last hundred years or so that we've all become so isolated and individualistic mm-hmm. that we don't have like our villages to um work work with we don't need each other the same way right we did before and people all over the world still live like that they still live in small yeah. communities they like share their food and they farm and they do you know that's yeah what they people do. probably wouldn't be ostracized as often for like their thought on something no because <laughs> they need no, each other like, exactly living you life know. and doing life and like feeding each other's children or whatever yeah. like it's kind of like our privilege to cut people off <laughs> because we're so modern you know what it's I mean so like true. we have the privilege of cutting people out of our lives which that's not the case and so is that interesting 
Yeah. What like privilege. it's a luxury. It is a luxury and it's You're terrible. Like, I don't need you, so it's terrible. It is terrible. I've never thought about that until I right now. Either. And like, now I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> like hating people is a privilege. Right. And I mean, like, you could probably still really dislike someone, right. but, like, if you're doing, you know, like, doing, gathering the crops and right. raising the tribe of children and all these things, yeah. like, you don't have time for that. No. I'm you sure that there's, like, I'm sure that there's, like, you know, happening at the river yeah. hole or whatever, the water hole. Yeah. But, like, if you, you have to get over it at the end of the day mm-hmm. because you have to work together to survive. It's so true. This this is like so out on left field, but I watched the movie um, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I have no idea what so you're talking about. <laughs> whiskey is, means what the f? Oh, okay. So okay it's like a it. military term. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Right. So it's like this military term, and it has Tina Fey in it, and it's a true story. And it was actually really. Where did you fun. see this? I Heath and I rented it. And oh, okay. It a couple weeks I just ago. So it's check a true it out. story about this female journalist who goes to Afghanistan mm-hmm. um, to cover the war in Af- Afghanistan. And there's this scene where there's this little village somewhere in Afghanistan where the, um, the troops, the United States troops, keep coming back to fix this well. Like, they've been digging all these wells for these tribes mm-hmm. all over as goodwill kind of thing or whatever. So this one village in particular, this well continues to be destroyed. Like, it's getting bombed over and over. Oh and gosh. so they're going back and they're like... Yeah, so they're, like, fixing the well. Well, it turns out that the women, so and this journalist discovers this because she's a woman, and the women confide in her, and, you know, they're all in their burqas or Mm -hmm. whatever. The women of the tribe continued to destroy the well because they would normally come together and walk down to the river, and it was their only time to be in community together. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So then they were destroying it so they could walk to the river. Because they had no other opportunity to be together, to talk, to, like, talk about their families. And so they were, like, destroying the wall over and over because privilege like separated them yeah like this privilege of having this well it's really true yeah and that just completely struck me because we are privileged as it like separates us yeah that's so and like the less and less we need each other right which means the more and more independent we are which independence is a great thing um but it's so i think it's too often like put on a platform and it's so lonely and polarizing by weekend wow that's so interesting Mm -hmm. privilege separates us in a lot of ways and I just think about, like, privilege also makes us able to, like, not see someone else's hurts, you right. know, or not understand them. And so, um, yeah, like, and I think that I just, all this stuff, like, we have so much stuff going on right now in our country, but, like, in the world, I wonder if it almost either seems silly. Yeah. Or if it's, like, really, you're still there. Yeah. You know, and right. so I just kind of wonder about that, but, oh. Yeah, this is what we deem as important. Yeah, yeah, that's really. Which I mean, like, if you're, if we're gonna get biblical, because we haven't really gotten super biblical yet, and yeah. you know, we talk about the Bible usually, <laughs> but so like bringing it all back together, um, I'm thinking about how with loving others and loving God, the more privileged we become, it becomes more about like loving God probably, and less about loving, loving other others. people because we don't have space for that. Right. We don't need them. It's true. And or like loving people, we love them from far away. Yeah. And so you know, that's kind of. That's interesting. Um, like, we send food to the food bank. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, even if you go and, like, you serve food to them, but, like, are we, like, being in community with people that make us uncomfortable? No. Probably not. Mm-mm. I mean, I personally don't do that very often. Right. So, that's another thing. 
it is another thing. Well, it's like it's a safe way to be involved or feel like you're involved. It's a safe way to love other people. Yeah. Which love is already itself just a dangerous thing to do. It is a dangerous thing to do. And that's funny that you would say that because I think that we have such a pretty version of what love is. Mm-hmm. I think that loving is... Like Mother Teresa said, loving hurts. Like it should hurt. It if should it's hurt. Not hurting you, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, and I think, and I think that's because we're loving, broken, hurting people, yeah. and we ourselves are hurting, and we don't see the whole thing. Right. We, you know. And, and sometimes so those rough. people, when you're hurt, lo- trying to love them, they don't want it. No. And they're mean to you, or they like <laughs> bite back. You know, and so then. But you're supposed to, we're supposed to love that keep loving them anyway. Yeah, but our culture, I mean, like you see all the things like, and I I totally am a believer in like boundaries mm-hmm. and setting. You know, like it's okay to not be everyone's best friend. Yep. It's okay to like say this is a. So I want to like I'm for saying because the Bible is used so often to make people move into unhealthy relationships oh, or yeah. not set up boundaries. So I'm just saying like that is not what this means. But like how often do we see in our culture like well they don't serve you so cut them out. Right. Or, you know, like, they're this, so cut them Yes, out. yes, yes. That's such a, um, oh, my gosh. It's, like, such a new agey, but it's become this they've big got thing. Bad it's energy. all about me. Yeah. They're get, they've got bad energy, and it's getting on me. Which I am, like, I'm not mocking the energy idea, because I do believe that people so have, inner, like, the way we give off energies. And I know people who drain my energy. Right. And they are sometimes, it's not like they're terrible, like, human beings. They're, like, kind, but they're just, like something is very energy sucky about right. them but like but i'm not called to be like oh i've got to protect my energy right. field, so none of you yeah. you know and so it's so interesting because yeah no i think about that a lot like how it's we're just such a me-centered yeah culture like oh you're not going to do this for me or you do you did that well goodbye yeah like my privilege allows me to cut you out and move <laughs> on to the next one <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes I'm like, I get, yeah, yeah, and like, I mean, like, and I could be like, well, I tend to not be like someone to like cut people out, but mostly because I'm more about keeping the peace than I am about actually having a hard conversation, so, you know, like, so honestly, like, mine can be like, well, I'm going to cut you out without you knowing. (laughs) (laughs) I have the privilege to to just kind of like slowly back away. It's like you built up a wall. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, they're like, oh, what happened to Jessie? She was here, and then all of a sudden she's, like, not here anymore. Yeah. That's, like, my technique right. for doing the same thing. So, like, it can happen on both sides. Like, we can be mean and cutthroat with people, or we can be, like, slowly fade away, right. and then we're no longer there. And that hurt still exists, because I know per- that I have personally hurt people because of the way I've slowly faded. Because right. they're like, what happened? Because there's, yeah. like, questions, like... We used to, yeah. what you know, and like they're like, what did you? No one can see my face right now, and all the hand motions I'm making while I'm talking. But like you know, like yeah. we were the best of friends, and then all of a sudden, like within like a year, all of a sudden we never talk anymore. Right. And you're like, how did that happen? But don't you think too that um, you have to leave space for changing? Oh yeah, and like that's the thing. That's why I have a really hard. I have a hard time. Um, with like long distance relationships because I want the space to change and I want to leave them the space to change and so for me a long distance relationship is really great like let's try to see each other like one or two times a year yeah. and like just catch up right. but like I don't want to have to like explain my process right, to you right, right. and I mean maybe there would be certain people that like I can walk through that well with but that's like we've already done that mm-hmm. but it's it's hard I think and you have to leave space like you know like one season like I for example I have a, a friend who was such a good model for me of Jesus um, and I don't think she'll mind me saying her name, Josie. Um, and so when we were together in Bible college, we were really close. 
Um, but then, you know, she graduated or they left or something before the year before we did or even two years but like the season of our life together was so beautiful but like now that she moved away I don't even I mean maybe we talked on the phone like one time but it's crazy because we were like intensely close right but at the same time like I love her and I mean like every once in a while we'll reach out to each other or whatever but like there's something so that was a season yeah. you know and that's free that's freedom it's that's, so much freedom that's not like holding somebody to your ideal or your image of who you no. think they should be. Yeah. And I think that biblically, like, that's what that's what Jesus, that's what Paul writes about. Like, it's like that new creation thing. Like, you have to give space to, for people to, to change and to love new. them anyway. We're being made new all the, all the time. People are changing all the time. And so leaving, like, that's a part of loving someone is leaving space for that growth. Right. And I think because we... Because we make so many things about ourselves, like we're very me-focused, when someone feels far away, we tend to be like, they don't like me anymore, yeah. they don't... Because it's about me. Because it's about me, rather than it being like, you know what, like this is... Right. Like, they're, they're this changing. This a different, they're different part of their season. life. Yep. Yeah, and like there are seasons where, even in between Sunny and I is a good example, like where we'll see each other a lot more, but then there'll be seasons where we don't. This keeps us seeing each other. Praise God. This is our excuse. <laughs> I know, last week we didn't see each other. And it I'm was like, hard. Oh, it was like, I mean, there have been times where, like, before Salt and Light, like, we might see each other, like, once a week for yeah. three or four weeks and then, like, go, like, a month or two. Mm -hmm. And it would be, I mean, we would still be texting, but right. it would be not, we wouldn't be able to see each other. And, like, right. that's just the way it is. And yeah. it's life. It is life. So I guess what we're, the point of this whole thing is be unoffendable. Yeah, be unoffendable <laughs> is, is really good. And also, like, you know, you're saying people... People change, and we want to, I don't know, I, th I guess maybe, like, if you're a Christian, you can understand that. Like, mm -hmm. Christ is constantly, you're constantly being made new. Like, the Holy Spirit is in and out of your, it's in you. Like, the Spirit is your breath, mm -hmm. is as close as your breath. And the whole point of the Spirit is to change you into yeah. who you're supposed to be. But, speaking on that, as a Christian, sometimes it's also hard to, like, yes, you know, but, like, sometimes people change in ways that you're like, ooh, I don't know about that. Right. You know? And so, like, what's the... When we've talked about that on the podcast back in, um, when we were talking about Sabbath, we mm -hmm. did a podcast on that. But, like, so I think it was funny that you're like, well, you're a Christian, so you know. And I'm like, you're right. I do know. But sometimes I watch people and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. What's going on So, like, there? leave space. And, like, what we learned, what I've learned from you is you saying you gave me space right. to figure it out. Yeah. Being my friend, loving me still, right. listening, asking questions. And not, like, cutting them not out. Not cutting them out or also not trying to fix it. Right, because, yes, because, like, we both know other Christians who do cut you out when mm -hmm. things start to change in ways yeah. that they're not comfortable with. Yeah, and that's the hard part is I think it's, like, that feeling, because that has happened to me, is almost like, oh you're too much for me right. or I'm a, oh I'm afraid of catching what you have yeah oh like I'm diseased like that's hard and so um that's then hard you become a threat yeah so someone who was a friend now you're their threat yeah. because they're afraid and I'm like like because I'm like but I'm okay like right. I'm I'm okay right here like I'm fine but like so that's the thing too is that there's stuff that people and I think that's a hard thing because Christians are like we rebu rebuke one another in love and like blah 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 and I think there's like there's this interesting thing where I don't I don't know that's a hard thing to walk out yeah. and I, I do believe that like there's some truth but I also think that there's like walking through something and not being afraid of hard conversations, not yeah. being afraid of someone's questions, mm -hmm. um, 
this podcast went way differently than we thought it was going to go. Because, like, you know, like, you walked through some stuff with me with, like, me struggling through the Bible, which, I mean, you'd been there, so it was fine for you. But, like, but there are other people who can't walk through those questions with me. Or, like, my questions make them uncomfortable. Like, why is there slaughtering happening in the Bible? That makes someone uncomfortable. And I'm sorry if I just made you uncomfortable, but I'm not sorry, actually. Because, like, those are my questions. And so that's an okay question. And God is not afraid of your questions. And he's not offended. No. No. And we don't have to defend him. No. Yeah. I mean, we we don't have to defend him. I think he'll defend himself. I think, like, God loves his people so much that he is going to reveal himself to them at one way or another. So true. You know? And so like that's, oh, so that's why we don't have to get crazy afraid when our friends are asking hard questions because we don't have to answer them. No, we don't have to answer them. So, okay, taking this another direction. So (laughs) as lots of you know, and Jesse and I were just talking about this, I just finished reading the Love Warrior book. Yeah. And so there's this amazing realization she comes to in the book where she's like going through her pain, like, Mm -hmm. and all of these different people come to her and and it's awesome because she like labels them the fixer and the projector (laughs) and the comparer. So Mm -hmm. all these different, and you read them and you're like, you can, the person, you know, and they pop in your mind, but her whole, her whole thing is like, it's not our job to tell somebody that they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not our job to tell our children that they're fine, that they're mm-hmm. going to be fine. Like, it's our job to sit with each other through the pain, mm-hmm. through the questions, and be like, I got nothing, but I'm right here. But I'm here. And that's... Think about Lot and his, Lot in the Bible and his um, yes. terrible friends. Yeah. Wait, am I... Is it Lot? No. I'm sorry. The guy who, there's a book about him. Goodness, this is bad. Bible college graduate. Bible college grad, get your... <sighs> so the man who, he has everything and then he loses everything. And it's a story or poetry about between God and the and Satan. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is his, his name is not Lot. What is his name? I can't believe this. I'm, it's not Job. You're not thinking Job. of Job. Job. Okay. I am thinking of Job. Thank you. Job. That makes me think of Job, and he has these terrible friends and this terrible wife who are like, the baby. We're in a car, and there's just the cutest little baby, <laughs> just so you guys know. It is a cute but baby. They, like, and his wife even, like, curse God and die. Yeah. You know, like, these terrible things. And all, and then in the end, like, you know what I'm, like, I'm just like, this is this great story about that same thing. Right. People being terrible. <laughs> No, that's not what it's all about. But in the end, you know, God is in control, and we can trust him, and he loves us. And so, but, like, oh, my gosh. So, anyway, it's so funny. But, um, yeah, so that's what that makes me think of. Yeah, but who, yeah, because nobody, who sat with Job in all of that pain? Nobody. Nobody. Mm -hmm. Because we're uncomfortable. We don't have to answer the question. No, and other people's pain makes us uncomfortable, and I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't make me uncomfortable. And when you don't know what to say, or when somebody's experiencing something that you've never experienced, Mm -hmm. you know... And, like, the closer you are to the person, it might depend on different people. Like, for me, though, like, the closer I am to a person, the more comfortable I am with yes. their pain. Like, so, like, Sunny's pain. When Sunny's going through pain, I don't always have to understand it. But, like, I'm a lot less likely to try to just say something. Right. Because I'm comfortable with your, like, you. Right. And, like, I don't feel like I have to, like, I don't know why. But, like, I know, like, or... when other people talk to me, I'm not always as right. gracious about just sitting in it or yeah. just listening and I feel maybe I feel like they're coming to maybe because I know you're not coming to me for anything I'm like I can just offer right. you space but with other people because they're coming to me and we don't have that relationship I yeah. feel like they want something but what if I just instead was like 
no one needs my thing. Right. They just need my space. Yeah. They need that space. Need your, yep, just to sit with them. Mm-hmm. We need to sit with each other in our pain. And, you know, drawing all back to the whole flood thing and God and community and... Privilege. Privilege. Mm. Yes. Like, we continue... I can't remember. Somebody just recently said, like, we would never actually claim that we want to be God. Like, nobody... We wouldn't ever actually, like, yeah, I, I think I am God. Mm-hmm. But our actions speak that speak to us believing that we're God all, all day long. Mm-hmm. That's sad. It is sad. We do that. Yes, all the time. I've yeah. probably done it 15 times already today. <laughs> <laughs> How do we come to this same idea over and over again? I feel like it's mostly in our podcasts, but also in our things that like the best thing we can do is make space for yeah. one another. Isn't that weird? It is weird, but it's so Something. true because we're just. Especially now in our time where we're just so quick against each other. Yeah, quick to judge, quick to cut, you know, right. defen- on the defense, on the offense. Putting our, our beliefs, like, up on the pedestal like they're right. Mm. Or our opinions, not even beliefs. Opinions. Yeah, opinions is a good way to put it. Or, I mean, some of your opinions are part of your belief yeah. system, but our dogma, our doctrine, our theology, right. our, politi- our political policies, our stance on things, yeah. putting those above scene. Jesus God. and someone else. Yep. Mm. Probably because we're so focused on seeing Jesus in ourself. I know. That's, we just really got to take that focus out of there. I keep trying to remind myself of that. Like, let help me see Jesus in that person. Mm-hmm. And not trying to convince myself to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if I could see Jesus in that person, then the work in me is, like, already happening. Yeah. So then we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Then whatever comes out of me, it doesn't really matter anymore because I re- I recognize. I think and you start to see yourself as a vessel more, yeah, which is beautiful. Created beautiful vessel. So yeah. I think that's it. Yes. Yeah. That was a random. It was. I feel like we talked about a lot of different things in a really short amount of time. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pray. That was that was not our intention, but I love what happens when we <laughs> press too. record. It's so funny. Because sometimes we're like literally like we're right on key, and then other times we're like, where'd that go? Well, this is a good. Con- we're good. We were like, gonna talk about prayer. We were, gonna, we were gonna talk about prayer today, guys. Maybe next <laughs> week. Okay. Oh God, you're funny, and um, we love you. And thanks for surprising us. And um, and we know you're a part of all of our conversations. At, um, that you're working on both of us. And you're working on the hearts of this community. And um, you're moving. And we trust that. And we love that. So, God, thank you for entering in, for wrestling with us, for not being offended by us, but, like, making space, I guess. Like, I guess that's what you do when you yeah. wrestle Jacob. You're making space. And thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. Amen. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.